This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Welcome everybody to the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast. I am your host, Dale Luganbill. I have a recap and rant for you guys. I know it's been a while, but that's because I haven't really done anything to recap, so it seemed kind of pointless. Yeah, but I did some shit, so I got some stuff to talk about. Woohoo! Uh, before I get into that, I want to let you guys all know that I have been working with a company called The Beard Struggle. So if you guys got some beards, you want to take care of it, uh, ladies too, I guess, you know, never know. There's bearded ladies out there in the circus, so I'm not trying to discriminate. Uh, anyway, if you have a beard of any kind and you want to take care of it, uh, check it out, beardstruggle.com. Uh, peruse their products. You know, it's kind of dangerous. I Actually, now I'm thinking about it. Um, so I already like craft beers, and now I'm going to get into grooming my beard. Um, you know what? I'm getting dangerously close to being a hipster. Um and this can't happen. So uh, if you're listening to this, I give you free license right now. Uh, if you see me ever wearing skinny jeans, kick me square in the dick. I mean, I we need this needs to – I'm stopping at beard care. All right? I, cannot, I cannot allow myself to go down the hipster path anymore. Or next thing you know, I'll be detoxing in a foot bath, sitting next to – um, giz in a collared shirt or something. I don't know. I can't. I can't do this. So, uh, anyways, got to keep an eye out for a brother. All right, appreciate it. So, anyways, with that said, 
If you want to take care of your beard, go to thebeardstruggle.com, peruse their products. If you uh, like to buy some of it at checkout, put in code FULLSCALE15, and you will get 15% off your purchase. So, cool. There it is. All right, let's get to the recap. So, I'm going to start with some turkey hunting. You know, I uh, don't do it very much. I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of winging it, going off of what I've heard from other people, what I watch on TV, uh, yeah, maybe I should have stayed at a Holiday Inn. I don't know, but I can't do it because I'm sheltering in place. Um, anyway, so here's what I did unsuccessfully. I went out the first day in a spot that has uh, lots of turkey sign. And I set up, I got my blind. I put a, um, Tom strutting decoy out and, uh, heard some gobbles. And so I'm calling back to it and they're answering and at one point in time, all the way across this clearing, I do see a hen. She pops out, and she's got a couple gentlemen in tow. And uh, one's all fluffed out, strutting, gobbling, spitting, drumming, doing all that stuff. And I know he can see my decoy, but they just keep going. I'm like, well, he's got a girl. There's no reason for him to really leave. And then I hear a gobble a little bit off to the east, and then... They run over there, and they get into a legit war. I mean, they it was crazy how much noise these turkeys are making. I think the hens were yelling at the dudes, and the dudes were yelling, and they're gobbling, and I could just hear wings going and leaves crashing and flying all over the place. Dude, it went on for a while. It was crazy. There was, like, two distinct battles, but, like, the first battle was long, dude. I'm telling you, it was, like, well over a minute, like, just straight going to war man like it was it was cool to experience but then i thought well if he was so in the mood to fight why didn't he come fight my decoy but maybe it was the other one that wanted to fight him because he's the one that had the hand i don't know so I, I hunted the rest of the morning didn't really see much um well i didn't see anything else but i did hear some other stuff around and i can get him to respond they'll gobble and i would call back and then they would gobble again and but couldn't get anything to, to break cover to pop out. So, you know, whatever. Called it at like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So I gave it a pretty good, you know, half a day. And so the next day I thought, well, I'm going to move the blind. Let's move the bl- I'm going to move the blind closer to where they are inside. You know, they're using kind of like a game trail, deer trail or whatever, kind of as their travel route. So I'm like, I'm going to set up closer to that. At least then, you know, maybe they'll see the decoys better. Uh, maybe even if they don't come out, I might get a shot. Um, and I picked up a hen decoy. So I put the hen with the tom this time, and maybe I could, you know, get that fight scenario going again. Uh, get set up. Uh, don't hear anything for a while, but then I, then I hear a gobble, and I call, and it's getting closer, and it's closer. At one point in time, I had um, a tom a full strut with two of his buddies, and they're about 30 yards in front of me. Now, I would say I'm using a bow. I'm using archery equipment. And so 30 is doable, but there's too many little saplings and stuff in the way. He was still, like, back in the woods a little too much. So I was, like, trying to coax him out. But he would not come out. I mean, these, they were, like, they were on fire. I mean, they were just gobbling like crazy. They are shock gobbling each other. Like, it was nuts. I'd call back, and they'd answer, and, and they ended up wandering off. And then there was it was dead for, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half. And then I heard another gobble, and I responded, and it was calling back. And it was quite a ways away. 
and I wasn't even sure if it was like on my side because there's a little stream that runs through um, kind of where I'm hunting. I was I thought maybe it was on. It was, sounded so distant. I was like, ah, it might be on the other side. So I don't know. But then it kept getting closer. I'm like, mm, this might just be on my side. So I uh, keep calling. It keeps answering. And sure enough, it's getting closer. And it makes a big giant loop around me, never coming out into this clearing. So, and I, I, I don't know if it's just because it's so, I mean, this is public land. It gets haunted a lot. I'm guessing that's the reason. Again, I don't have a ton of turkey hunting experience and I do not know what I'm doing. I am making this shit up as I go. Um, so it comes all the way around and I can get it to answer like all the time and then it'd be quiet for a long time. And, you know, and I didn't want to overcall. So I was like, hopefully he'll come look for it or whatever. And so I'll let a good half hour, 45 minutes go by without me doing anything. And I'm like, and I haven't heard them gobble. So I'm like, well, I wonder if they're even still there. So I'd give out a little, I'd give out a little call, you know, whatever. And I'm sure enough, it'd, it'd go. I'm like, oh, geez, he's still right over there. But it could not get him to come anywhere close. So I don't know. That was that. Again, I hunted into the early afternoon, called it a day, um, so didn't get a turkey, which isn't too surprising. But um, next time I hunt, which I might go out tomorrow, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think I'm gonna set. I think I'm actually gonna go like into into the woods, like beyond the trail that they've been using. Kind of go into where I've been hearing them, and I'm not gonna use a decoy. I guess I've heard and I've read that you know if you don't give a decoy to look at, they'll if they can't see something, they'll go and try to find it where that sound is coming from. Because um, I did read something about where, like, if you're using a hen decoy and, you know, it gobbles, it comes out, sees the hen decoy, and you're calling back to it, it's expecting that hen to go to him at that point. And when it doesn't, they kind of know something's up and they take off, which I actually believe because I pretty much saw that exact same thing play out. So I don't know. I'm going to try it without decoys, see if I get any action that way. Maybe I can just catch one slipping from one spot to the other, you know, and, you know, try to just put myself in a position to, to get one that way. So I'm not done. I got a long season. I don't know how much time. This is already by far the most I've given uh, turkey hunting, but and it's pretty much just because of the whole shelter-in-place nonsense because um, it's the place I hunt is real close to my house. Um, but – then Saturday, I decided to do a little fishing. So I went out and uh, I went to Wisconsin to do some bass fishing because the season is open over there. It is not open in Minnesota yet. And uh, it was tough. I caught a fish. and It was not a very big fish. Um, I got to thinking, uh, I don't really know what I'm doing. I mean, I've never had the opportunity because it's just, change this year in Wisconsin where you can uh, bass fish this early. So I've never really had to find uh, ice out bass for lack of a better term, like early, early season bass. Usually by the time Minnesota season's going, the bass are in pretty much pre-spawn mode and uh, I know where to find those. Um, so this was, it's been a learning curve. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I caught the one and, um, it wasn't, it wasn't very big. And I thought, well, maybe if I find one, there should be more. And I was fishing like a weed line. I was using a jerk bait, a suspending style jerk bait. Working. Maybe I was working it too fast. I don't know. But anyways, it wasn't working for me. And then um, 
so Monday, I didn't. I don't think I did anything on Sunday. On Monday, uh, Joel and I went out bass fishing um, together, but separately, maintaining our social distancing. Uh, him and his boat, me and my boat, and we went uh, to a different lake in Wisconsin and uh, started to put a little um, pattern together. He did. I didn't. I mean, I uh, kind of piggybacked off of what he was finding out, and I did end up catching a couple fish. He smashed me. He caught way more than I did. Uh, but I did catch a really nice one. I was using, like, a finesse jig with a, a minnow bait tail, and I caught uh, about 18 and three-quarter inch, so pretty nice, probably right around three pounds. It was a good one. Um, nice and fat, healthy. And then uh, we did find some more. That was on rocks, actually. That was on, like on a, a steep drop-off uh, with rocks on it just outside of like a spawning bay. So hopefully they're staging. I don't know. I don't really have the answer as to why they were there, but they were there. And then, um, But then we found some more kind of where I found them the other day. The same. This is a different lake, actually, but it was kind of the same thing. It was in the shallow weeds or the weed line. And... Uh, I, at that point, I'd switch because Joel was catching way more than I was. So I'm like, well, what are you using? I feel like we're using the same thing, which you weren't. He wasn't using like a, a, a skirted jig like I was using. He was just, just the head and the swim bait tail. It's like, oh, well, maybe that's slimmer, you know, maybe that was it. So I switched, and uh, I did end up catching a couple more after the switch. So did it help? Eh, can't say it didn't. So um, he's still caught more than I did no matter how you look at it so he won that round for sure uh but it was fun man just to get back out and uh ripping lips but man was the bite was so 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 subtle and it was almost like you're on weeds and a lot of times you were on weeds but then you know you'd go to just kind of pull it off and it wouldn't pull off you're like let's fish and then you'd set the hook they weren't they were definitely not smashing it or choking it by any stretch of the imagination so Hopefully that gets better. It's supposed to get really warm this week one day, uh, depending on where in the state you are. Uh, looks like the line is, like, really narrow from north to south where it's, like, high of 50 or high of 70. So I'll air on the, a lake a little further south of me without traveling too much. I'll cover that in my rant. Don't worry. Um, but I'm I'm trying to stay local in my community. Now, keep in mind, I'm... I'm in East Central Minnesota, so I'm pretty close to the Wisconsin border, so don't freak out. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's what I did. There's your recap. Uh, good time. So anybody out there, uh, if you got some fishing success or turkey hunting success, go on to the uh, Book of Face there. Facebook has a, I have a page, a group page, Full Scale Outdoors uh, group. So if you're not already a member of that, uh, join it. Or request to join it or however that works and uh, post up some pictures that like to see them. Uh, maybe a rod builder, a jig, tire, or whatever. Go on there, pimp all your stuff. That's what it's there for. So, with that, let's get into the rant. And I am sure you are sick and tired of hearing about this shit, but I feel obliged to give my two cents on it. Uh, let's touch on the COVID 19 nonsense. Um, well, it's not really nonsense, but it just, I'm just tired of it. And I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, but what I wanted to kind of rant about is, so, I mean, like, I went into Wisconsin, and I didn't have any issues. But I had heard some stories, and people, like, would get back to their truck if they're from Minnesota, and there would be a note, you know, a nasty note on their truck about you're supposed to stay home and all this other bullshit. And it's like, you don't, if you're listening to this, and you're the guy that put that 
note on somebody's truck. Listen, douchebag, you don't know where that person lives. He literally could live a mile across the border. That is his community lake. Like, just because they have Minnesota plates doesn't mean they traveled five hours. Chances are they didn't travel five hours to go bass fishing. So, you know, dial her back there a little bit, bud. Um, and then also, this is just people's sick, twisted sense of humor, I suppose. But I guess that a couple um, boat launches here in Minnesota, there's been some paper signs put up that says this launch is closed due to coronavirus or whatever. Yeah, those aren't real. So if you see that, uh, piss on them and keep, like, like, literally whip your dick out and piss on that sign. And then, you know, or ladies, if you're going fishing, you know, take it off, put it in the ground, pee on it, whatever you got to do. It's bullshit. So uh, our governor has said he wants us to go fishing, so that is not the case. Uh, I think the state park launches are closed, but they're going to have those barricaded or whatever. So, um, yeah, I don't. whoever's fucking doing that shit, uh, dial it back. Let's let's you know let's go out there and have some fun. And that's kind of the other thing we need to kind of keep cool. Cooler heads will prevail and all this shit. And I get it, dude. I'm getting super impatient with this. Like, when can we go back to normal life? If there ever is a normal life after this, I don't even know, dude. Um, but it's it's crazy. We're online. Let's try to. <sighs> Be nice and respectful to each other. We all have different opinions on this, and none of us know what the fuck we're talking about. I mean, I know I'm not a a virus technician or whatever the hell they're called. I'm not a, a microbiologist expert. I don't know. I'm reading the same shit you're reading. I'm trying to do my best. I mean, some days, yeah, some days I wake up and I think, man, this is all bullshit. I mean, we need to just... The death toll isn't very high, this, that, and the other thing. You know, we've all heard it, but, you know, we have to, you know, maybe the death toll is not that high because we have been sheltered in place. I mean, that's that's very possible. And if we just let the dams, the floodgates wide open, you know, maybe numbers will skyrocket back up. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not super, personally, me, I'm not super worried about getting it, um, Maybe I should. I don't know. But it, it just, I can't make sense of it. But the thing that, that nags at the back of my mind is the whole world is responding to this pandemic pretty extremely. So that, that tells me that there's there's some validity to it. And there's probably a lot of validity to it. And if there's any sort of conspiracy thing out there that I'm buying into, which I don't buy into it much, if you're the kind that thinks this is a... Uh, a man-made uh, weapon of mass destruction. Uh, listen to actual scientists that talk about it, and they can look at it on a DNA level, and they can basically, they know how old it is, and it's super young. I mean, they, coronavirus is nothing new. It's been around for a long time, but this mutated version of it where it made the jump from animals to humans, like they can basically timestamp it just like carbon dating in rocks or whatever like they they have the technology and the science to do that and it's been verified by people that actually know what they're talking about that this is their life's work and i don't think they're paid off by the government the one world order or whatever the fuck uh i believe them and they're saying this isn't man-made and it for fuck sure isn't just a conspiracy to get trump out of office because i am not giving the democrats that much credit 
All right, there's no way they masterminded a global pandemic just to get Trump out of office. That's that's just stupid. So, anyways, um, I, you're feel free to believe whatever you want to believe, but the other part of my rant is let's be civil when we're talking to each other online. I know we're all craving some face-to-face interaction, and maybe some of us are losing uh, that tact of how to talk to people. I mean, I know Facebook is a dumpster fire anyways when it comes to debates and stuff, but I'm seeing, like, good friends and I'm seeing family members just, like, go at each other's throats to the point, like, the kind of people that would literally turn turn their family members in, you know, if we got down to it, if we got to an actual, you know, martial law state, I guarantee you I know people that would turn their own brothers and sisters and moms into the to the cops like that's just that's ridiculous and that's when i start getting nervous i don't get nervous about the virus i get nervous about other people and it gets down to that you start getting into the, like and and i say this very cautiously so that it, it it holds its weight but this kind of shit is how you get you know like nazi germany where you, you're hiding people in your basement because someone so is you know you know do you have the covid you know i mean it's just it's crazy so I think we really need to be aware of that, not feed into hysteria, try to go about it nice and calm. Yes, like I said, some days I wake up and I think it's all bullshit and what are we doing? We're crippling the economy. This doesn't make any sense. And then other times, you know, I'm like, maybe there's some validity to it. The whole world is reacting to this thing. Like there's got to be some truth to it. Like I just, I can't wrap my mind around the idea that it's much to do about nothing when every single government is taking it as serious as they are. That that leads me to believe that this is that there's something with this is a real deal. And like I said, if I'm gonna go down I didn't finish this thought, but if I'm gonna go down that conspiracy road, it's that it's actually that much more serious and they're not telling us something because they don't want a full on panic on their hands. I don't know if that's it, but that's that's where my mind goes as far as like worst case scenario. So I don't know. Let's just continue on. Uh, fish locally. Go turkey hunting. Social distance the best you can. You know, we had our um, last bass meeting for my club, Loon State Bassmasters, and we did it via Zoom. Like, we, they were going to cancel it, and I was like, well, can we do a Zoom? And they're like, well, that's a good idea. So we set up a Zoom, and we all did it. We were drinking beer, and it went for hours. The meeting didn't go for hours, but we stayed online just talking with each other and drinking and having a good time. So... You know, we have the technology to stay connected with our friends and family. Let's do that. You know, we did a we did a a Zoom flight companion here, which was great. It was fun. Well, I don't know if this is great. You guys tell me is probably a dumpster fire, but uh, I had fun doing it for sure. And maybe we need to do it again. Maybe we just need to do a, a random like, um, you know, Zoom happy hour or something, and just let's just be friends. Remember that we actually like each other. Remember that we were actually in this together. We have a shared interest in the outdoors and let's not get into a bunch of stupid infighting. Um, so there you go. There's my, there's my rant for that. So if, if you haven't already, if this is your first time listening to the full scale outdoors podcast, thank you very, very much. I truly appreciate it. Do me a favor. Um, rate it review it wherever you can share it that's like the biggest thing if you guys can share it with uh your friends that you think might you know or that do listen to outdoor podcast um share it with them 
Um, anybody you think might enjoy outdoor podcast, uh, believe it or not, podcasting is kind of a new thing to a lot of people. And uh, so try to make some converts. I, I truly appreciate it. Follow me on all the social medias, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Snapchats, all that good stuff. I haven't gotten the TikTok yet. I don't know. Do I want to do that? That seems like a lot. I don't know. I'll let you guys let me know if you if TikTok is something that I should be getting into. But be safe out there. Be kind to one another. Let's try to have some patience. Let's do the things. Um, we can do what we can do. Um, I guess that's that's all I can say about that. So if you're looking for more outdoor content, uh, the Full Skeletors podcast is a proud member of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So wherever you're listening to this, you can listen to Waypoint. Uh, they also Waypoint TV app. There's podcasts on there. On that, on the app, though, they got a shit ton of good videos and shows and documentaries and all sorts of good stuff. Hunting and fishing, saltwater, freshwater, man, you name it. It's on there. So if you haven't done that, check that out. Um, that's super cool. You're probably running out of shit to watch as you shelter in place. So definitely, definitely check that stuff out. And I'll mention the beard thing again. Go to thebeardstruggle.com. At checkout, put in full scale 15, save yourself 15%. And with that said, I will sign off. We'll talk to you later. Whatever your passion, pursue it full scale.